You're listening to the Back to Basics podcast, designed to inform and inspire young people in their walk with Christ. Here's your host, Brittany Winkfield. Kevin and Melissa Fredericks are known online as Kev on Stage and Miss Kev on Stage. In their words, they are marriage champions, sharing their love lessons in the Love Hour podcast. The Fredericks are parents of two sons and will celebrate 15 years of marriage this June. The Fredericks shared with us how they get back to the basics in their walk with Christ by keeping the family first. So I always like to get perspective and start with the question of where were you in life 10 years ago when you think think about your mentality 10 years ago, how was it? Shoot. Well, that's going to be hard because me and Melissa still think 1999 was 10 years ago. (laughs) 20 years ago. We were just having the conversation yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, So 10 years ago would be May 2009. Mm -hmm. I mean, Zay Zay was what? Both of them were born. Four? Joe was two? Hmm. I want to say we were both working for the bank. Oh, I was just about to get fired. Yep. I was on a 90-day performance improvement plan from (laughs) (laughs) bank. I think I got fired in 2009, September 2009. Uh, Oh, no, it's March. So I was about to get fired from the bank. That's the Mm -hmm. truth of the matter. I was still working at a bank. I was a terrible employee, admittedly so. Um, I was spending my time not working and using the mm-hmm. color copier to print out Santa Comedy Show flyers. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I, suffice to say, I understood when they let me go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and my nephew was born exactly this day. Yeah. Uh, oh no, that was 12 years, years ago. 12 years ago. Ah. Wow. 13 years ago. 13 years ago. Wow. And we probably were planning his. Uh, birthday party that we were combining with some adults' birthday party. <laughs> we have money to have everybody have their own set of birthday party. Back. Yes. <laughs> and Melissa. Um, for, for me, I would definitely say that 10 years ago, um, I was in a space, a safe space of a nine to five. <laughs> Uh, a very comfortable space of a nine to five. I probably uh, knew where, well, thought I knew where my life was going. I at least had a vision of where I thought Mm -hmm. I was going. And it's Mm -hmm. definitely not at this moment, at this very, (laughs) in this space, at this very moment. um, I'm sure it was very different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Life was definitely, definitely different than, than it is now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so now you both are in this unpredictable space, I'll say, of entrepreneurship, and you're you're getting into um, event planning with the uh, Love Our 2020 conference. That's very exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So excited. Um, So uh, just with that, so you're building this community as you talk about – as you say, love, life, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Um, so now, now as we fast forward to today, what goals do you have for your work now? Oh man, these are great questions. I have very much like them. Um, um, you know, 
it's interesting. At this point, I'm really happy, and this might sound simple, and it is and it's not. I'm really happy that at this point in our career, when we want to do something and try it, we we can. So the Love Hour Conference is a huge undertaking, mm-hmm. but we have, by the grace of God, the finances to put this up without any outside investment. And Melissa wants to do a women's conference. She can. I have some plans and ideas to, you know, I want to write a mo- I'm working on a movie that I plan mm-hmm. on writing and directing and producing with my friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, by the grace of God, we can produce it alone. You know, we mm-hmm. don't have to get notes from a person. We don't have to hope somebody buys it. You know, we just can go and make it. And I mm-hmm. think for me, that freedom to be able to move and do whatever we want. And we can take a whole month off and we can go to Japan for a week. Yeah. You know, like not a whole month, but you know, I don't have mm-hmm. that much money. Mm-hmm. But we can go to Japan for a week and nobody can tell us anything. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to get approval in that way. And I think for me that makes me very happy. Yes. And Melissa, would you say you have goals for the work that you're doing right now with the podcast and the conference? Like, what is your desire? So my desire with the um, podcast and with the conference is, it's actually quite simple. It is simply to offer people what I feel like I missed as a newly married person. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's truly, um, I think for me it's absolutely, it's really that simple. And it's so simple to say, and it's actually not that simple in reality. But at truly when when Kevin and I first got married and I was seeking and searching mm-hmm. and trying to find answers, I couldn't find them. And I just want to offer my real-life experience to some couple that's, um, you know, looking to us for inspiration and hopefully mm-hmm. give them a foot ahead than what we have. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know you've mentioned on some of the podcasts just having, when you got started, having a little bit of money with a whole lot of faith. And so yes. can, you, <laughs> can you talk about um, just the impact that failure has had on your outlook on life and just your trust in God when you, you know, you have these visions, but ultimately God has the plan for your life. Um, can you just talk about failure and what it's, what it's done for you? You know, this is going to sound cliche, but it, it, it is not. Failure is the single most important thing that has got us here. I think mm-hmm. it's, it, well, failure and and the refusal to refusal to quit. Uh our business acumen is <laughs> is basically because we got beat out of so many deals. If <laughs> we lost money. Like every time we did something that we thought was right and lost, we lost okay, so boom, we don't do that like that no more. This is why we don't do that like that no more. Here's why we don't do this like this. And you know, and also learning from the failure of others before you have to make that mistake. So when planning this conference, we don't want to, you know, we have friends who have planned conferences, so we can learn from what their failures were early on. Mm-hmm. So I think failure mm-hmm. is the single most important uh, tool in, in success. I think you plan, you do the best you can with the knowledge you have when you have it, and then you take your shot. And then, you know, a lot of it's about learning from other people 
along the way from their failures, but most of it is you bump your head and you get back up and realize, okay, that's why that doesn't work. And this is why people don't do it like that. And this is why people Mm -hmm. do this and that. And I think that people are so afraid to fail that they have no chance of succeeding. Hmm. I know that was a word. I knew it when it came out. (laughs) I think one of the, Kevin's actually really good about this, and it's something that I'm still in the learning process, is fear, a certain amount of fear of failure is good. It'll keep you on your toes, and it'll keep you um, from making bad decisions because you don't Mm -hmm. want to fail. So Mm -hmm. a a certain amount of that is really, really good and helpful. But on the flip side of it, I have also used failure or fear of failure as a handicap in such in a way that it paralyzes me from moving forward. And mm-hmm. so finding the balance of making sound decisions, um, you know, and doing it afraid, doing it anyway, but and not allowing that fear to paralyze you, I think finding that balance is often the hardest thing for people. It's just taking that first step, and mm-hmm. you can and and information overload where you research yourself and I've done this as well you research yourself to there's literally nothing else for you to learn but because you have overloaded yourself in information you don't know which way now is the right way because you have too many options wow sometimes it's literally just about making a decision and doing it you can adjust along the way change along the way you know do whatever you need to do to make sure the plan is sound but making that first step instead of researching, you research yourself to paralyze to uh, paralysis or uh, being so afraid that you you don't move at all. I think those are the biggest hindrances in um, for people moving forward with whatever they're doing, whatever endeavor that they're doing. I mean, it could be mm-hmm. something as big as stepping off your job in entrepreneurship, which is a huge thing. But it also could be something as simple as you know singing on Sunday morning at church. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you literally, mm-hmm. you're just so afraid that you just don't do it. You don't raise your hand and say, yes, I would like to take that solo. So, um, yeah, just doing it afraid, doing it anyway, getting, finding the balance of the right information so you're making sound decisions but not overloading yourself so that you feel like you have way too many things to think about in way and therefore you just don't do anything at all. Right. I like that. And it, it reminds me of your Just Say It campaign. And even the other the other campaigns that you embarked upon. So, what would you say just to maybe encourage someone who is a little reserved and holding back on what they want to say or want to do, but they are living in that fear of you know taking that first step. So, for the just sayers. Okay, for the mm-hmm. Just Say It campaign, the biggest takeaway, if you are afraid of speaking your mind, speaking your truth, speaking your heart, is recognizing what it's doing to you by not speaking your heart and saying your truth. Mm-hmm. One thing that I yes. and we just talked about this recently on a podcast, and it's something mm-hmm. that I'm constantly talk, having a conversation with my youngest son about, mm-hmm. and that is emotional honesty, emotional integrity. And integrity just means being fully integrated, mind, body, and soul. And a lot of times what we do is our hearts are telling us one thing and our bodies are doing something else to appease someone else. And so you you don't have that peace. Um, that integrity brings wholeness and it brings peace. And so you're not at peace in yourself because 
you're you're not fully integrated. Your body is doing the exact opposite of what your mind, your spirit, your soul is saying. Um, and so trying to make sure that in all aspects of your life that you are fully integrated. And so that will mean saying things out loud to people. And you don't have to be mean. And I think that's the other part of it is that hmm. people often think that if I'm speaking my truth, that means I'm being rude or I have to be, you know, Mm-hmm. rude or whatever. I have mm-hmm. to be this certain type of person to do that. And I'm not saying that you have to be you be rude or that you have to lose your manners. But what mm-hmm. I am saying is that it is important that you get out to the world or to your spouse or to your friends or to whoever, you know, whatever it is that's going on inside of you. I got it was so bad, at least for me, that mm-hmm. I would be I had told the story on the podcast, I would get my nails done and they, you know, like file your cuticle or whatever they're doing, cutting down right. your cuticle. And the lady would file it down so much that it would bring pain. Like, it would literally hurt. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I would be so afraid of hurting her feelings mm-hmm. that I wouldn't say anything. Meanwhile, my finger is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> make it make sense. You're hurting. Yes. I, I'm literally <laughs> in pain for fear of hurting your feelings. Right, and, right. I mean, we're talking about physical pain, but this is mm-hmm. true. You go mm-hmm. through, there's a certain sense of pain in not speaking your truth, trying mm-hmm. to appease, you know, the world. So, yes. Uh, it's the that same is type right. of deal, just mm-hmm. making sure that you are, you know, fully integrated, mind, body, and soul, um, making sure that you speak your truth. And, again, you don't have to be rude, but building up that courage to do it. And it's not easy. I mean, this is a, a new campaign for me. It is something I'm absolutely 100% working on. And mm-hmm. sometimes what I'll do for me, just on like a practical level, is I default to what I would normally say, oh, no, it's okay, or yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada, and then I may come back and say, like, I'll go back and think about it, and then I'll come back and say, you know what, actually, this is mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. You know what, actually, this is how I'm feeling. So maybe you do need that time, because old habits die hard. Um, you may need time to kind of, I'm going to say what I normally would say, and I'm going to go back and say, nope, that's not yeah. emotionally honest. I, I, that is not emotional integrity. That is not actually how I feel. So I'm going to come back to this situation so that way I can get out how I feel. And honestly, that in relationships, mm-hmm. it, that is the best way to build intimacy. It's because we got this from one of our guests. Intimacy is just being heard, seen, and valued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's all. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to be, I just want to be heard, heard and valued. seen, heard, and valued. Okay. Uh, and so it's just, uh, you know, it's the best way to build intimacy, a bond, a connection with people is when I feel like I am being my full, honest self. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Great. So, you know, I got uh, amped up. That's one of my favorite topics, and I actually am speaking on this wholeness topic later on this month. So you got a little bit of a pain. Hey. Right yes. Yeah. Some, yeah. some of the thoughts that were in my mind. She in, a, she in her bag now. Y'all done messed up. Hey, thank you. Yes. All right. So one thing that I love about the both of you is just how you incorporate the family in the business. I want to talk about, um, just as you're raising your young men, do you have faith in the next generation? And if so, why? Because it can be a big I got faith in my kids. Uh-huh. My kids are the next generation. Uh, I do. I think, you know, my wife and I, we've been talking to our sons a lot. He's uh, My oldest son is very creative. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, I, I dare say this, he's probably more sure of himself at 12 yes. than we were at 20. Hmm. I mean, he knows who he is. He knows what he wants to do. He lost some friends along the way because, you know, 
they became the cool kids and making mm-hmm. videos was, was cringy. And he was mm-hmm. like, well, I, I like making videos. So if I'm a nerd, that makes me a nerd. Mm-hmm. Just you call me a nerd because I don't make videos because that's what I like to do. And I was like, man, good for you, man. Because I, I told him, I said, cool, being cool ain't cool. Being yourself mm-hmm. is cool. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make mm-hmm. videos and you find friends that, that do that, and do that because I, I get my childhood trying to fit in with my older brother and friends and like, oh, I'm going to do this and do that. And mm-hmm. I really just like to make people laugh. I wasn't really, you know, he was playing sports and stuff just because that's what people did. But he's not mm-hmm. good at sports. He don't like sports. He likes creating. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, you know, and I think what we are showing him is that when you are your own boss, you can create at your own pace and with your own desires. And, he makes his own videos with his friends. If he wants to make a short film or an animated film, you know, we just want to be able to give him the resources to do that and the support to be like, yes, this is dope, you know, and encourage him there. So I believe uh, more than ever that, that you know, our children, our children specifically and our, you know, generation of children will be mm-hmm. there to, to do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. I think also what's happening in, like, our generation specifically is mm-hmm. this awakening to mental health and addressing things from our childhood, and that mm-hmm. awareness will bring a heightened awareness to our children. Mm-hmm. And so they don't have to repeat the cycle that we all have gone through because, you know, our parents passed it down to us and their parents passed it down to them. And so just on, like, a, like a mental health level, um, I think that this generation is definitely going to be better off and than we were just because you know but you you know more you do better. And so yes. I think that's where we're at as well. Just, you know, with you know, counseling and therapy. I mean that's like all the buzzwords right now, but for all mm-hmm. of us that are actually doing the work, then mm-hmm. we have an opportunity to change the course and trajectory of the of the lives of our kids and therefore affect the whole generation. Mhm. Yes, so true. So just as you are in the hustle and bustle of life and touring and um, recording, doing these phone interviews and shuffling the kids back and forth, um, ultimately, like, what are some practical ways that you get back to the basics in your walk with Christ? Um, I think... The thing about getting back to the basics for us is 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 being centered and knowing who you are, knowing mm-hmm. what you do, why you do it. You know, we we do this not for fame or fortune like that mm-hmm. or riches untold, but I'd rather have Jesus mm-hmm. than silver and gold. When it comes to some things like you know, uh, I make mention this often. My wife was like, "Can I want you to take November, December off from from touring and be with our family?" And the ambitious person in me was like, no, but we got to make so much money. We can do so much more. But the person who values his wife and children was like, you know what? If I don't make whatever that amount of money is, I make memories that are going to be more valuable than that amount of money would ever be. And mm-hmm. I don't want to lose sight of that chasing. Because there's always going to be another show and another contract, another gig, another deal. You know, there's not always going to be another Thanksgiving or your son's birthday or his hat trick or you know, being at their assembly, those things are finite. So, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you're just deciding that you're going to have to leave money on the table um, and reinvest in your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I concur. 
I think back to the basis is definitely um, family first. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, we grew up churchy, and I, so you, we often think that ministry is the world and the four door, four walls of the church. And to me, your first ministry is always your family. Yeah. And keeping mm-hmm. them first and at the forefront of your mind and setting a good, a good example for the future generation for your kids and being there for your spouse and being, you know, a present mm-hmm. body for, for your spouse. And that's not just physically, but also emotionally being present mm-hmm. for your spouse. So um, I think that, number one, it's top of mind, a priority. It's something that we are constantly working to find um Find, or I don't want to say balance, but now i got to think of a new word because we don't believe in balance, but trying to find your folks <laughs> strike the balance, so to speak, um, yeah. with everything that you want to do on a professional level and making sure that your family is not neglected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to come up with a better word. Yeah, because yeah. it's not balance because I don't believe that you'll it's ever... It's more like balance. Yeah. It's quality. It's impact. It's, it's impact. Me and Melissa, both of our parents were in the Army. And my dad uh, and her dad both was in the field. But there was also times when my dad was, you know, stationed in Korea for a whole year. Mm -hmm. When I was in 10th grade, I only saw him for two weeks. So I understood why he had to do what he had to do. But when he was home, we had great time. Mm -hmm. And then when we moved to the next place, we took a two-week vacation. So I don't really remember that whole year where he was gone. But I do remember when he came back and we had a family vacation and we went to Grambling and we ate here and all that. So I think making your memories count and making the most of the time you have is is what you can do. Yes, it sounds like intentionality and just yes. being very cognizant of the family first. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, so is there anything else you'd like to mention that I did not cover, like um, upcoming events and projects, maybe dates for the, the Love Hour I know you're getting close on announcing. Yes. Uh, Well, when will this drop? When will this uh, be available online? This will be uh, April 1st. April 1st. So Mm -hmm. you will be, when this drops, you will be about inside of three weeks from the drop date. Okay. I gave a big clue, honestly. We we that is a big clue. If you know my schedule, mm-hmm. that three weeks you'll be able to pinpoint what day I'm talking about. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, so that was a big clue. So you'll be three weeks from the drop date. It is going to be um, a three day event for VIP, two days for general admission, mm-hmm. and I am. Super, 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 super beyond excited about it. We are confirming our speakers as we speak right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're confirming some date night activities. Wow. And, um, yeah, so flyers will be coming out probably in the next two weeks or so, and I'm, I'm very excited. I think it'll be, um, I'm praying that it will be the event everyone, no one yes. has attended. Yes, yes. Yeah. I know it will be, and I will tell you, like, we are ready to be there. Yeah, so, I'm so yes. excited. I know I'm getting, like, constant hate mail in my inbox and email of, like, okay, girl, we got it. It's coming, but when? Okay? <laughs> We're done with the teaser. 
we're done with the teasers. I'm going to need you to start giving some specifics. Yeah. And I'm just like, hold, just wait a minute because I don't want to speak too soon. I want to make sure right. it's confirmed. Yeah. So that way when I do drop it, I can answer all questions. Nothing mm-hmm. will be up in the air. Nothing, there will mm. be no ambiguity. It will be all definite. And we are definitely well into confirming um, everything. And I'm, I'm just so excited. I think once I am going to dedicate a full podcast episode to my vision, the mm-hmm. speakers, the events, what I want it to be. I'll, I'll let you know this too since we're here and I'll talk mm-hmm. to you for a whole another hour about this. So I'll just say this really quickly um, that I've been telling everybody and this will also be in the podcast episode that I want the weekend to feel like an extended date night. Mm-hmm. I want couples to get um, really, really, really good in information. We're going to get amazing speakers. I'm really excited for the speakers that we're going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also going to have a fantastic formal event that I think people will be very excited about once we announce what we're doing, like specifically what we're doing, but it's going, mm-hmm. there's going to be a formal night. And then we're going to have date night activities as well. And I think that's most, most of the time conferences, marriage conferences don't a lot that opportunity for couples mm-hmm. to kind of sit mm-hmm. and receive a bunch of information. So yes. I want it to be memorable. I want it to be um, informative, and I want it to be fun. I want yes. it to be all of those things, not just informative, things. not just fun. I w- I'm trying to merge both of those worlds, and mm-hmm. I think we're going to do a pretty good job of striking that. That will be balanced, and I think we're going to do a good job of striking that balance. Yes. It sounds that way. Yes, congratulations. That is definitely an undertaking. And I just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Kevin, did you want to mention anything upcoming that we should be on the lookout for? Uh, (laughs) The tour is The tour is enough for me right now. Everything else I have in the works. Melissa hasn't given me approval to talk about it publicly yet. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> All right. So there we'll are keep it at that. To come definitely. Yes, we know that for a fact. So yes, be encouraged, you two. This is so important. The work that you're doing and just the the ministering that you're doing, believe it or not, like it's it's very impactful. And yeah, just speaking from your experience helps my experience personally so that's a goal thank you thank you for that thank you thanks for listening to the back to basics podcast if you haven't already rate subscribe and follow at backtobasicsmag.com 